Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Send in the mum. <laughs> Send in the mothership. <laughs> the mothership. The mother lord. Playing the Sims, mother loads on. Yeah, they're here. They're in the building. And it's was a bit bizarre to have our mums oh, in our yeah, space. It's weird. I feel like someone's watching me do my homework over my shoulder. Yeah. I was like, what are you going to say? Don't embarrass me too much. <laughs> also, though, just so great. Also, like high school all over again. Yeah. I loved it. So, guys, welcome back to another episode of Message on the Machine. My name is Age. And I'm Mitch. And this week, if you haven't picked up already, we actually had brought in our blood... Flesh and, bu- and blood and bags of bones, <laughs> whatever they are. <laughs> the women who birthed our ships. <laughs> birthed us. <laughs> birthed uh, our ships. Yeah, are we ships? Anyway, anyway, you get the metaphor, but our mums are in the studes. Yeah. So we've got my mum, Sylve, and Mitch's mum, Suze, mm. uh, who were in for a Mother's Day chat this week, which was great. It's really fun. Super fun. We love them. They I don't think we should even say too much about it. Just, it's hilarious and we'll get to that soon. But before we do, we yes. just want to make a little quick announcement for the people. We do, yes. So, obviously, Mother's Day is something that is not necessarily celebrated by everyone. So, I just want to give everyone a bit of a content warning that, obviously, we do talk about Mother's Day and motherhood um, in this episode a little bit. And, I mean, look, I'll be honest, majority is just about Mitch and I's children and our upbringing. But yeah. um, on a serious note, you know, I I personally um, don't celebrate Father's Day. So I understand that sometimes Mother's Day isn't as a happier day for everyone as it is for some. And we just want to take a moment to acknowledge out there that, you know, no matter what it means to you um, for the mums who have potentially maybe lost children or people who don't have their mums with them or um, who don't celebrate it the way that, you know, the masses do. We just want to take a note to sort of acknowledge that as well. And, um, yeah, we we are thinking of you guys out there too. So Well said, Dal. Thank you. A little bit of housekeeping. Yes. One last thing before we send in the mums. We are taking a short break at the end of this episode. It is the season finale today, which is actually just really exciting. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Not goodbye. Just bye for now. Yeah, no. So if you're hearing that for the first time, shock, I'm aware. But no, we are having a bit of um, a couple of weeks off basically just to regroup, get our ducks in a row, putting some plans in place for you guys so that we can come back bigger and better than ever, basically. Season three with an absolute bang. Shabang. <laughs> um, <yeah>. Shabang. <laughs> so I think on that note, we should say hi to our mums. Well, it's a very interesting day of the week when I've got my own blood in the studio with me. A couple of beautiful ladies. <laughs> Lovely ladies out <laughs> to lunch. We welcome. would like, like to welcome Thank our you. mothers. Hello. You better introduce yourself so everyone knows straight off the bat who's whom. Oh, who belongs to who? Yes. Okay, I'm Susie. I'm Mitch's mum. Lovely. Yeah, you are. And I'm Sylvia. I'm Age's mum. Got a bit of a bit of an SS squad going on here. Sue and Sylve. It's a bit of fun. Thelma and Louise. Mm. They've been jibber jabbering off air. <laughs> yeah. We've been pushed them into the studio and said, save it for the mics. And oh. now they've just sat down there looking like two deer with headlights. So <laughs> yeah. that's really good. Never. 
God, it was hard to shut you up a second ago. Now look, look how we're sitting. Well, at least we worked out we've got a lot in common. So we do. We only just met. So two very famous sons in show business. Yeah, oh, yeah. Successful saleswomen <laughs> out on the road. Well, Susie's not out on the road. I'm, I'm out on the road. Oh, sometimes I'm out on the road. Oh, are you? There you go. Yeah. yeah. And you so both... you obviously didn't pay attention whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you both... listening to me at all? Yeah. Both love the race. Yes. Love the races and, we the, do. and a champers. And a champers. And Flemington. <laughs> I don't like a champers. I'm a whiskey girl, but oh. I'll leave the champers to Susie. Okay. Bradley Carr. Really showing your wog heritage. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for that. So we're just going to start off, as we always do, quick debrief. How is everybody's week? Does anyone have anything they would like to get off their chest to a non-live but highly engaged audience? <laughs> I had a birthday last week. You did. Happy yes. birthday. Oh. Happy birthday. Uh, which then... 36 never looked oh, so yeah. good. I had Stunning. you when I was five. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then topped it off with a family day at the races on yep. the weekend, which yep. was fun. Just to get everyone together and have a few drinks and Gorgeous. a few laughs. We did see of, that. Poor sh- mum. Bit of a shame we didn't have Monday though. Oh yeah. Didn't get Monday off. Mm. Fuming. Yeah. Well, Poor mum though. Hung. Sunday at the races. Has put herself through four coffees and an espresso martini. <laughs> and then the next morning, oh, I was feeling really anxious in bed last night. I can't really put my finger on why. No, the apple doesn't fall far, does it? It all makes sense now. Yeah. It's in the blood. Yeah, except I'm a bit more of a seasoned professional because he can't, he can't even cope with one. At least oh, a half strength and I'm <laughs> on the strength. floor. Yeah, whereas I need two to get mm. going. Yeah. Okay. Just not five. Yeah. No, no not no. five. Unlike yeah. us. Not five at five. No, Can I? no trying to start working. I guess the um, follow on from that is the apple definitely doesn't fall far because how many coffees do you have in the morning, mum? I would have <laughs> three double shots by seven o'clock in the morning. Holy yeah. wow. shit. And then yeah. I'll probably follow up with another 10. So on average, about 15 coffees a day. And this wow. is not, I'm not, this is not an exaggeration for everyone listening at home. Like I have about three double shots in the day. But yes, that is, that is a true fact. That is a true fact. Yeah. That that's my, is my, my ritual. That beggar's belief. I, I just feel like such an amateur. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would put be a dick I would go through one kilo bag of coffee a week. Oh my God. My machine just needs to be descaled a little bit earlier than her, other, other machines. <laughs> her machines. blood is just pure Arabic. Well, thank God you're making them yourself. Otherwise you're up for like a couple hundred bucks a day. Oh, I, I wouldn't be buying them. You this, couldn't. I couldn't. No, no, no. no. And working from home, I'm having so many more than mm. I would normally if I was on the road or work. So. Yeah, right. That's how I was able so, to go to school camp. Mum just didn't buy coffee. Yeah. Otherwise, I, we would have been broke. <laughs> hey, you get something under the tree. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Two's came norm- this year. Two's <clears throat> normally my limit. And then I can't normally have them after midday. Yeah, mm. I'm a morning person. Mm. I'm okay in the morning. Give me one in the afternoon. It's a bit... I must. Time. I have to be addicted because I'll look at six at six p.m. and I'll go. Can I sneak another one in God. and still sleep? And then still sleep. Yep. Yeah. No, it's ho- hocho two marshies for me. That's <laughs> all I need. Half strength for that too. Yeah, yeah. obviously. And you know it's so interesting. Me? When I was your age, I did not like coffee, and it would be the other way around. It would be mostly milk with a little bit of coffee. And now? Thirty years later, it's that much milk. Like, Tiny bit of milk and it's all coffee. God. So, whereas I just reduce sugars. But I have I have an <laughs> I have an addictive personality. So obviously I'm a smoker. So 
coffee and smokes to yeah. stay Mum's breakfast. Hey, so skinny. Yeah. Breakfast to champs. Yes, but I could eat you under the table, can <laughs> I just say? I love food Probably. as well. <laughs> Most can. <laughs> She's addicted to tanning cigarettes and coffee. It's me. So... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, really painting a picture for the listeners. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Mum, how was your week? My week was really good, actually. I had a um, quiet weekend. Good. Caught up with some friends. A friend of mine had an operation, so we had a girly weekend at her house. Cute. Nice. Mm, we so love that those. That was nice. Yes, and um, I know I was happy. It was a nice quiet weekend because I've booked up for the whole. Yeah, month. you're going. Where are you headed? Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide this weekend. Good. Oh, Adelaide. Going yeah. to the races. Very good. And the weather's going to be beautiful. Perfect. So 27 on Saturday Heaven. in Adelaide. So Lucky girl. get wow. the frock on. Gorgeous. Mm. Bit of a fascinator. No fascinator. <laughs> ah. You end up losing them. Along with your shoes. Yeah, along with your shoes. So just don't even bother. Gorgeous. Oh, yes. How was your week, Mitchell? I feel like I haven't seen you or spoken to you in a very long time. Oh, it's been about nine days. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I feel like we kind of covered it. I went to the races with mum on the weekend. Yes, that's right. We did some real damage at the bar. Yes. Um, yeah. So you guys didn't take the Monday off. It's a bit risque behaviour. Do you know what? Do you, were you hung over at work? No. So everyone who was there with us, rat shit on Monday. Yeah. I just popped out of bed I guess straight to the desk that's a tame day for you really <laughs> I was meant to have the day off and then I had to work so yeah that was tough that's hard when the you... brain cells weren't working yeah. as well as they should have been <laughs> no I was on how was yours uh, my week was good I had a um, friend come down from Sydney for the weekend so that was really nice Ooh. um <laughs> And Tell us more later. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I love nice. these podcasts. I find out all these things about <laughs> my son. Yeah, more, more to come on that. Yeah. Uh, so that was lovely. And yeah, just really flat out at work at the moment. It's I'm burning the candle um, when I'm there. But, you know, that's work for Someone's you. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to tan the masses. Well, on the next <laughs> note, guys... Mothers, I should say. Um, can you please hit us with our next favourite thing we love to talk about, which is... I know. What did on. you last Google? Oh, she's a fan. Oh, she listens. She listens. Go you've on. got two fans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just two. Top, top fans. Our two biggest fans are in the room. How yeah. do you feel? All right. Well, hit me then, Mum. What did you last Google? I last Googled today um, a list of the planets. Okay. <laughs> oh God! Wow. Because That's like the most I need to explain why. Because I I use the planets and number sequences for my passwords for my work computer, <laughs> and I'm running out of planets. So I thought, what have I missed? God, so, so Facebook is just like Neptune four six six or something. Something like that. Not telling. But <laughs> You're like, oh, but shit. I'm up to Venus. I just, I just <laughs> add another so, number. Yeah, I haven't yeah. used Uranus yet, but I'm thinking I need to actually have a password that I don't have to think how to spell it and get it wrong. So mm. that's what I last Googled. There you Interesting. Go. What was yours, Suze? Uh, my last Google, because uh, we had the races on the weekend and my uh, best friend from Bendigo was down for that. So mm. I Googled lost Bendigo. A reason for this. Uh, <laughs> Please. <laughs> my best friend used to be in a marching band. And um, at Easter, every year for uh, the Easter parade, she used to... <laughs> 
have her marching band in the parade and we thought there might be some photos of her in the oh lost God. Bendigo Easter Fair parade. Oh, so is this some kind of archive that you're... Yes. Yes. No. So and that's what I... Did we, we embarrass her? No, we couldn't find that. Oh. What was the instrument? What do you mean? What was? Oh, she would. No, she was marching. She was the. Oh, she's just band leading, leader. She's leading the pack. Just zero skill. <laughs> she's just walking along. She's just holding a stick. Yeah, yeah. She's twirling a stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Twirling a stick. Marching man. Not as in, um, you know. So wait, it's so they don't play calisthenics with... and movement and. A marching oh, band oh. is a hundred percent with instruments. Mm. Yeah, like the big drums. Uh, yes, like, it would okay. be. Okay, all right. Well, she was just the front. Did, I only looked at her. <laughs> no, she was the she was the leader. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Probably holding a banner. The leader or of the band. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Good on her. Great. Get on the show. We'll yeah. talk after. Yeah. <laughs> Next guest. Thank God. <laughs> okay, Mitch. What about you? What did you Google? Um. So the last thing that I googled is a continuation of my journey to become a renter mm-hmm. in this housing economy. Yes. Um, we've hit a bit of a roadblock because we actually got a house. I'm, so, I, I'm smiling right now because <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me something really Yeah, exciting. so house is locked in. It's all done and dusted. Um, referees have been called. Great. Glowing all around. Perfect. Sign here on the dotted line, please. And I just said, yeah, no worries. But the blinds have all been taken down for painting and they need to be put back up before we move in. Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. So my Google was rent laws, Victoria blinds <laughs> because I needed to go in armed. Turns out there's not really that many laws surrounding that. Blinds specifically. Yeah. yeah. Just window coverings. Yeah. Um, was another so thing that I Googled. Floor? No, they're gone. They're missing. So they're, they're in the, the photos with no blinds. Yeah. Is it not good enough? No. That could be, that could it be actually doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. It's, it's a stalemate mm. at this stage, but. I feel good. Little do they know that we've got two very strong women behind yeah. us. I feel like the David of this Goliath narrative. Yeah. And um, we know what happened in that. <laughs> just there, call your mum There's up. a new tenant law that's just come in, and I'm quite sure that. I well, thought... I guess I googled all about it today. <laughs> I'm completely across. Apparently, a tenant can request a dishwasher, so oh. I don't understand how you can't get a curtain. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be curtains for them. If and not, the painting, that's gone too. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Mm. I don't really give a shit about the painting. Mm. <laughs> anyway, what did you Google? Um, my Google actually, again, falls very deep within my personality. So, um, Crying in the sh- cold shower. <laughs> how to cry harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was a um, personality identifier <laughs> quiz. <Sorry. laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry, my I'm laughing. Just... I would normally be laughing at home listening yeah. to this. My mum's uh... just burst into hysterics. Yes. That's good. Always in my sn- corner. Um, <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it's called 16 Personalities and it basically categorises your personality type um, based on like a series of questions and it's used for like profiling in a lot of different um, settings, but especially business. But um, this and who'd set... you get? Because um, I know mine. I do. I'm actually very across... Do you know the specific one? Yeah. Yeah, great. I'm a console personality. Okay. Um, which basically means that I'm, I guess the synopsis of it is like, uh, always like very friendly with everyone, very big on his, like connections with people and blah, 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 um, but can be very sensitive and things mm. like that. Just off the top of my head. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's What's good. yours? Um, ENFJ, which is uh-huh. protagonist. Oh. And I think that speaks for itself. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine is... ESFJ. Cool. 
So if anyone wants to just look that up. Well, maybe yeah. we'll check after and see what if we had the same as our mums. That's a bit cute. That'd be nice. Well, obviously we have you guys in this week because it is Mother's Day coming up, um, as we would have already mentioned. But Most important day of the year. Uh, so we've got our mums in this week to discuss all things about us, I guess. Yeah, we just want you to talk about us, actually. For a nice long What's hour. What's new? It's yeah. nice to get some guests in and uh, just know that long, it's still going to be about us. How long is the podcast going for? Yeah. I thought it was like limited time. We don't have three hours to discuss you two. Well, we'll just get the highlight reel. Highlights. <laughs> so we wanted to start off, you know, back at square one. Okay. Can you give the listeners a little bit of insight into what we were like as children? Yes, we can. Um, <laughs> Susie, kick us off. Tell oh, me about Mitch because okay. I'm right, dying so, to know. Um, motherhood was a bit of a shock as in, you know, um, bringing Mitchell into the world, you know, Initially, anyway. Because Mitch is the eldest, isn't he? He's the eldest. Um, He didn't want to come into the world. He got sucked out with a vacuum, so we called him Conehead. (laughs) No, I didn't. He was vac-sealed into the world. (laughs) Yeah. Vac-sealed into the world. Um, And he just did not stop crying for 12 months. So And I haven't cried since. Yeah. (laughs) Got it all out. And so now that's why you know he's so emotional, but... Honestly, we thought his first words would be shut the fuck up because that's all we ever said to him. (laughs) (laughs) And they were. (laughs) And he's still saying it now. (laughs) So, yeah, once we finally, you know, got him into some sort of routine, I had to go to sleep school with every child of mine because none of them wanted to sleep. Um, Can I say nothing's changed? Yeah, exactly. As you know. It's hard to get my head on the pillow. Fear of missing out. Mr. FOMO here. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, he was just, you know, normal, normal little baby boy. And then, you know, just sort of. Blossomed into this gorgeous woman. Blossomed. Blossomed. Yes. So that's sort of the baby, baby baby-ish years. So. Mm. What about age? What was he like? I imagined a nightmare. He actually came into the world as it was a nightmare. Can I just say, like, yeah, when I was pregnant, it was like I'm going to do this naturally, and all the hoo ha that you think, don't you, Suze, when you're yep. having your first, yeah. And then 18 and a half hours later of intense labour, <laughs> where I had dilated for nine and a half centimetres and couldn't get him the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, would you like an epidural? And I said, yes, give me an epidural. And all of a sudden I couldn't feel any pain and they got the forceps out to get him out. So... There's a bit of coincidence. One was sucked and one was tonged out. Yes, <laughs> basically, yes. But after that, he was an absolutely great baby. Ugh, great baby. Yeah, he was really good. Didn't, yeah, no, he, he, was, he was a good baby. Made up for it and later in life was the problem. Well, well let's just, we're going to stop there as he was a great baby. There's more years to come yeah, So let's that. talk about what's next. What's while, next? While, you, while you're on it. He yes. was actually, um, he was a good, like, up until toddler years. And even as seven-year-old, he was just gorgeous and quite out there when I think back. Mm. Like, he's in... I see it. He was, like, in grade maybe one. And he's, like... So, the primary school, he went to do these productions. And anyone can volunteer to do, a you know, a, a, an act. And he's my seven-year-old going... I'm going to perform. And he found himself 
two girls to be his side. Kelly and Michelle. Sidekick dancers on the side. And he was the main, like, act. And he's at home practising and, like, and he wore this T-shirt that said, I'm a star with this big star. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember going grade one, watching him perform this act and I'm like the biggest sook. I'm sitting in the audience just crying. So it was like so beautiful to watch. Mm. But very out there in that showbiz sense. Obviously very straight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Who would have known? Do you know what? I was very oblivious to that. Like... I was, yeah, I didn't even think about you being gay at that age. Stupid woman. <laughs> so we were both performers from a young yeah. age, basically. I yeah. will say I did actually audition these two grade six girls to be my backup dancers. Like yes. there was a full process oh, that we went through. Yeah. So, yeah. You were I picked the, basically picked the two hottest girls. I was going to say, school. it was the two prettiest girls, and 100%. I was like, You've got to come and dance with me. And they're like, yeah, we love you. This little boy in grade one. Um, <laughs> and you were in grade one. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay then. Sue, so what about Mitch in primary school? Tell me a little bit. Well, I'm picturing a bit of an athlete vibes. Um, (laughs) I still had my puppy fat at that point. Mitch thought he ruled the school from day one. So, you know, from when we introduced him to his prep teacher, um, we, you know, we went up to the classroom, you know, we, we, we had referred to her by her first name the whole time so he was then referring to her as her first name we said well no you can't you know you can't call it you can't call her that and um you know her name is miss smith smith we'll we'll say her name yeah we'll call her miss yeah yes miss smith um and you know so of course she comes over to meet mitch and hi mitch and you know my name's miss you know miss smith Mm -hmm. and he's like oh hi Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) so nice so nice to meet you and she goes no mitch it's miss smith okay like like, put him back in his box straight away i was quickly back out of that box though very quickly um my well with mitch i sort of i'm i work in the travel industry so i have a lot of um a lot of interaction with with gay people and that's not so much a stereotype but it just was the way it was back back a long time ago when mitch was born side note why do you think it is that the gays flock to the travel industry maybe they just like to travel escape doll yeah <laughs> getting away from their parents not you guys but yeah. okay. so maybe not so much now but back then we just i just had a lot of gay friends in travel mm. so i used to have this you know i'd say to them you know when mitch was about two i'd say my son's gay for sure he's he's gay he's gay for sure imagine if i wasn't yeah no and i said to them i said <laughs> and you know i'd ask them stories about their childhood and what they were like as kids and i said look if mitchell turns around when he's 18 he said and says hey mum, i'm gay i was like no shit um <laughs> ah, but i beat you i was 17 <laughs> yeah exactly so you know and you know he just i just little things that you pick up because he never had any um any male friends to a birthday party ever uh, we had uh, what types of birthday parties we have, Mitch? We had under the sea, we had with the mermaids, black and white ball, <laughs> drag race. Oh, oh that's right. yeah, drag race. <laughs> Uh, and you know just other things along the years you know where I had a girlfriend who um, was a party plan seller of clothes so I'd have you know all my friends over and we you know mum used to have these cooked parties (laughs) where she'd get all of her girlfriends over and her friend who was a designer 
and they would all just strip down to nothing and just run around trying on dresses and just like eating cakes and drinking all day. <laughs> and guess who won? Guess who, who tried where, on the most dresses? Can you imagine me in that scenario? What a time! Oh my god! He was only about seven or eight, and he he used to always say to my friend, "Why don't you make these in my size?" <laughs> So, yeah, and he just, um, and the great thing about Mitch growing up during school and the fact that I thought he would probably one day tell me that he was was gay was he didn't care, he didn't give a shit what anybody else thought, you know, like he did get picked on at school, but he'd say, well, it's their problem, mum, I don't care, they're the ones with the problem, I don't have a problem. I don't know what happened to me. That was before he, he, you know, probably even knew in his own mind that he was, yeah. was gay because it was in the younger years. But boys picked up on the things that he wasn't, you know, interested in the same stuff as them. He wasn't into sport as such um, and he wasn't competing for swimming then like he did a bit later on. Um, and, you know, he was, you know, Aladdin, of course, in the school play, you know, little lead. Called Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you're describing Adrian. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's very, very, very similar. Yeah. Can yeah, you imagine if we had been friends in primary school? Like if we just had each other, we to just frolic around together. We would have taken over the world <laughs> yeah. by oh, now. 100%. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, I always tease him about how much he loved a ribbon dance. Ribbon oh, those ribbons. God, I just wore them. Is that like the twirling of a yeah, ribbon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, heaven, he's... so much fun. Any kind of rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> oh, Particularly if he had his gold matching set pajamas, yeah. silky pajamas on that I bought him on one of my overseas Yeah, I thought trips. I was Simone Biles. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was probably primary school. Yeah, uh, primary school, I was the same. Adrian had just girl, girls were his friends. Yeah. And I just thought, because the girls think, you know, he's gorgeous, basically. That's why he's only got girls. And the same thing in high school. So I don't think he had not one male friend in high school that I can remember. Actually, maybe one. Um, but the majority were all His girls. name was Tiffany. And I just thought, <laughs> oh, my God, because he's so handsome, all the girls are just attracted to him and blah, blah, blah. But when if I go back to even when he was three and you, we went to play group... So one of the girls that we used to go and do house dates with at mm. her house, she only had two girls. So he's three years old playing with Barbies. And I'm thinking, well, of course he's playing with Barbies. Like, you, mm. it crosses your mind. Yep. But I'm just, I just brush it aside going, he's three. He's got no other toys but girl toys. Of course he's going to be playing with, with Barbies. I think Adrian already mentioned the story where, you know, I go off to target and get some gi joes he enjoys playing with with dolls mum went and bought action men oh, action men me that's it action men all i did was just undress them to be yeah. completely nude and I, I must admit when i used to go and tidy up all these toys and he's four years old all the clothes are just sprayed everywhere so yeah i think he did all How that confusing <laughs> very confusing gi joes covered in saliva <laughs> Mitch had an um, example when, you know, we used to take them to, you know, have their photos taken with Santa and sat on Santa's knee and Santa always says, you know, what do you want for Christmas? You know, butch Santa. Um, and, <laughs> what a prick he yeah, was. And Mitch said, oh, she said, oh, I want a Barbie doll and a dress. And Santa's like, oh, oh, 
oh, Barbie doll. And he said, well, don't you, don't you want a truck? Or don't you want a this? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'll have that too, but I really want a Barbie doll in a dress. <laughs> also, truck you, Santa. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't oh, have an dear. opinion, Santa. I just know. say yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're not actually buying it, sir. So, not paid to talk. You're paid to smile. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, camera. I think that year he got the uh, the uh, the wand that, you know, played music and stuff like that. Best best birthday, best Christmas mm. as he's ever had. Of course. Um, so moving a little bit further forward into the difficult teenage years, how was that for you two? All the fun Barbies have been thrown to the wayside. Yes, they had. I don't feel like I was that bad as a teenager. You would have been. Mum, care to elaborate? I think there was so much I didn't know at what he got up to but that's like for the best. as a as a teenager mm. and like I, I know it all now well mm. whatever he's decided to tell me so i always just believed everything he said so if he said he was going to mitch's house to watch a movie i would go yeah no problem i believe you little did i find out 10 years later that that's was such a lie. And then you find out the worst thing he could have possibly been doing was go to a boy's house to watch a movie. I was actually probably just in a park really drunk with a couple of the girls. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was more more of that. I don't even think he had come to terms with his own being gay at that point in yeah. high school. No, like, yeah, obviously at the start, but um, by like, yeah, 16, 17, 18, yeah. we were dipping the toe in the well. Yeah. Um, no, I think I was, a, I would say I was a good teenager, but I definitely found my naughty side, which, but I, my upbringing was very much like you had to still tick your box, like still get your good grades and stuff like that. As long as I did that, then I could get up to whatever mischief I wanted behind your back. And mm. that was fine by me. A hundred percent. Like, I think you have to be the best at everything. And then, yeah, you know, on the odd occasion, there's a, drunk pickup or something along those lines just just let slide i think at that stage i you know had two other boys after mitchell so it was all a bit of a blur um going through the teenage years but he had a really good circle of friends all girls of course uh, yeah so gather really girls. good yeah gather girls i uh, had a really <laughs> good circle of friends that he had maintained through primary school through you know the swim club you know through high school he had quite a diverse range of friends all girls always but you know uh, the swimming club yeah the swimming club was actual men yeah i think we're very similar that we i've always been friends with the boys as much as the girls but my closest group is made up of girls but i still have always had straight male friends as well were they around and then now we've got snapping at your heels we've got the other girls which are actually boys (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense sense. yeah and you know and you know you did i did worry about you know him fitting in obviously at high school but and as much as it's terrible to say that you know school has such a sports jock culture um and lucky for mitchell he was a really good swimmer as I believe you were too, age. And, you know, and swimming was always the very first sporting event on the school calendar. So from year seven, when he was at high school, he excelled in swimming. So he was accepted, you know, just basically based on his sporting ability for swimming. Being a swimmer was not an accident, though. No. It was a very calculated move. Just like the way that I became friends with all of the hottest, coolest girls that I could possibly meet. Oh, absolutely. It's all layers of protection <laughs> yeah. to get yourself through those difficult years. No yeah, one can exactly. hate me if I'm friends with the cool gals. And I've got a great body. Um, <laughs> and I've just broke a school record. Yeah. 
no one can help And you've got another medal. Yeah. yeah. You've got to, yeah. it's like positioning yourself to be that if someone is going to actually come along and bully you, they look like the bad person for bullying you yeah. because yes. you're so well liked in every other yeah. department. I just can't hear over the jangle of my gold medals. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Jog on. Literally. I wasn't as sporty. <laughs> After no. that. I'll just tell you one story where I thought I'll go and support my son playing football, school sports. Oh, God. How, how the, old were you? Can we just talk about how I ended up there firstly? Because I was away on the day that they picked teams for school sports. You wanted sport. to be on the netball team. I wanted to be on <laughs> was volleyball it? or something I like one netball. of the other sports. But Non-contact. Was, correct. The pussy one. Yeah. There was no space. Touch. Yeah. So... I got put into the footy, footy team with the rest of the boys. My neck came into school the next day. My name was just on the list for footy. And I was like, <gasps> anxiety, <laughs> like ridden. <coughs> These, first of all, the footy jumpers they give you are so itchy and like <laughs> woolen. Your biggest concern is just the outfit you've been handed. Yeah, I was like, this jumper Does this come like, in black? Yeah, literally. It was hor- horrific. And like, who knows who's worn it before me? Gross. <laughs> and could have been a strapping young gentleman. I remember putting it on and it was so like that really itchy school mm. wool feel and I was hating life and then yeah we went out to this stupid I got put on the bench obviously because like why wouldn't I thank god and then <laughs> at one point they You're... looked over at me and they're like hey you're on the in the wings or something <laughs> the and wings I was like, are... I was had like, to play both sides the side of stage where's the <laughs> yeah. stage I'm in the wings what time's curtains up <laughs> It's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> and then... Meanwhile, yeah. I'm on the sideline with anxiety as you run onto the oval. Yeah, because my mum is also a huge footy fan. Mm. Loves the footy. Like, mm. screams at the TV kind of vibe. So so's mine. Mm. Got see... some good butch chicks in the, <laughs> oh, yeah. in the room. We haven't even had that conversation. No. no. To see her son out there, you know. And what happened the... when the ball came... Well, you can you. you can take the story from here. I assume you put a parade back to the wings. So, the, <laughs> so you went to take a the mark. The ball comes towards me. Everyone starts screaming my name. Adrian, mark it, get it. <laughs> Fucking every person on the planet screaming my name. And I just put my hands up in the air and the ball hits the tip of my fingers, jars my whole fingers back. Like I've never, you know when you jay finger, when you keep like, oh, that hurts a bit. This was the most painful thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life. <laughs> My whole, I feel like my whole hand was pulled back, like to, from my wrist back to my elbow, and I was like, oh, screamed in pain. But then everyone was still screaming at me, so I was pretending not to be in pain, and I was just like holding my hand behind my back, but also trying to pick up the ball at the same time, like this weird. And then it, they finally was someone that, got it and ran off. Was that the end of your football career? Oh, that was. The, the, the started in the end and I was like it was so painful to watch I can't tell you and I remember going to see my mum after the game and she was like you hurt your fingers didn't you <laughs> like it was just yeah, so mom. obvious I saw it a mile away and just the way he was acting I'm yeah. surprised he didn't cry I was so hard not to cry because I was like everyone's looking at me like, <laughs> you're standing in the footy ground freezing cold in your itchy shirt going real men don't cry <laughs> Like watching you do little ass. All those limbs trying to run. It was like watching a baby giraffe just learning to walk. <laughs> Perfect. Nothing's yeah, changed. That was the end of little ass. Back to the pool. So tell me, what is the angriest that you've ever been at us? At you 
Well, not at, you, can, no. you don't have to answer no, for Adrian. No, I've never been, I've never at been angry at Adrian, oh. just to set the record straight. Well, what do? Um, I loved you. Mitch, when he was younger, was mad at me for something and called me a bitch. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God. And I just, like, you know, that's probably one of the nicest things he probably calls me now. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, it was anyway. something about that time and that word that really struck a nerve. And I just was like this woman possessed and I slapped him across the face. Yeah. And he could see how angry I was and he ran to his room and I just stormed down there, stormed into his room and he had his arms against the door trying not to let me in. And I just had this inner street that I was pushed the door open. I said, don't you ever call me that again. Oh he was like God. quivering in the corner. And then little bit Jimmy afterwards, dad comes in and he's like, what's happened? And I was like, I'm calling child services. I've been assaulted. I'm calling helpline. Did you see what she did to me? Oh. He said, well, you did call her a bitch. So, you know. Yeah. Makes me feel less crazy. We have many stories like that but one comes to mind do you remember when i called you a mole i feel like i remember the your moments more than you'll remember because they were scarring um no mole was like remember when big brother someone said the word mole on big brother and it was like a thing i was too young for that game on yeah game on moles yeah so it was like a bit of a thing anyway and you'd come for me about something and i said oh you're such a mole and you just picked up this like, do you remember those like rubbers that were really, really long? It was like a, a long <laughs> yeah, rubber. That is not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I don't know, like off the desk and just came for me and fuck me, that hurt when that got slapped across oh, you got the whipped. back of your legs. Yeah, oh. You got rubber whipped. Rubber. Oh. And then Are you were calling you know, child I, services about I actually, a word. I actually don't remember that. Honestly, I don't. I remember there's been a lot of like wooden spoons thrown, slippers. Oh, I don't think so. So we used to have a round table. In our old house, and if we were ever like in a fight or you were angry at me about something, I just run around the table to the corner of the table because I knew that I had options of which way to go. You'd just get frustrated and just take your slipper off and piff it at my head. Oh yeah, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe because I couldn't catch you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A mako to the temple. Yeah, Ooh. that's how we do it. Yeah, my my memory of getting really really angry at you is when I found out you, you were smoking. Ooh. You would have been maybe about. 14, 15. Yeah, I was young. God, that's young to be on hot sticks. (laughs) I actually went ballistic because I started smoking at a really young age and I know how addictive it is. And when I saw him smoking, it was like, fuck. Red no, no. Yeah. No, can't can't be doing the same thing as me. Mm. Yeah, so I remember getting really, really upset about that. I'm picturing you like dart in hand, just... (laughs) Pointing the finger, screaming, yeah. throwing a slipper, yeah, yeah. <laughs> spit flying out, and, uh, yeah. And I found out many years later that I used to buy a carton of cigarettes because I smoke a lot, and I couldn't be bothered going to cheaper shop. by the dozen, mm. cheaper by the dozen. I would go to my carton and go, "Geez, I've only got one pack left or two packs." Like, "Gee, I've had a few this week." Little do I know that Mr. Adrian was pinching my smokes as well. So the story behind that is that I actually used to take them to school and sell them for a dollar so I could go to the canteen. So that's a bit of an entrepreneurial... I'd be proud of that. Well... You know, so mm. thanks. You've always been in my corner, <laughs> yeah. supporting me. At least you Supplier. made a profit because they're a dollar now, so I you know. were making a profit yeah. back then. Okay, well, from the on the flip of that, what about let's 
bring it down a notch. I'll bring when it we... up a notch, please. We just talked about our worst, our lowest <laughs> moments with our mothers. What about our highest? What about, Suze, when was the time that you think you've been most proud of Mitch? Uh, well, like, you know, I've had lots of proud moments with him. Um, of course. Of course. Um, probably the most proud was when he finally came out and told me he was gay when I'd been waiting for him to tell me for years and years and years. And, um, it was the night of the Ian Thorpe interview where he'd actually, you know, come out on 60 minutes, I think, and said Mm. he was gay. Um, Long time fans of the show will be familiar. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So really proud of him for that. And I suppose growing up. Because I did have in the back of my mind that, you know, he probably would one day tell me he was gay. We always used to, I always used to make a point of saying, you know, if my son is gay in front of all the boys, just say, you know, it wouldn't matter. We just love them just the same. Doesn't matter. You know, they're your child, blah, blah, blah. And every now and then if something came on TV where it was about gay, I'd sort of pat him on the leg. It's like, is this going to be the time he's going to tell me? God, I don't remember any of that. I was going to say, do you remember those moments? No. And you'd think that. I would have been sitting there being like, don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. But I actually don't remember it at all. Wow. wow. Isn't that funny? That's interesting. Yeah. So I'd make, I'd always make a point of it. And, um, you know, and so when he finally did, you know, come and tell me that he, you know, that he wanted everyone to know and he wanted it to be, you know, out in the open and, you know, to the point of grandparents and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I was, you know, really proud of him. Uh, for that sort of thing mm-hmm. really proud of the way his friends supported him i mean there's been lots of proud moments on you know we're we're big travelers so really happy that he you know really proud of him when he went to america to do um mm-hmm. uni for so proud that i just went and drank for six months <laughs> in, in the desert um, i was telling i was telling my friend a story about this on the weekend i said mitch would forego food so he could drink alcohol for the weekend <laughs> while he was away i came back yeah. skinny and happy yeah, yeah. and you know he's just, he just always lands on his feet you know he's got the golden touch you know if he loses he leaves his computer on a bus stop train station seat he you know he ends up getting it back or he drops his phone when he's traveling overseas and he gets it back you know all this sort of stuff that happens to him so yeah so you're just very proud of you know what he's done and what he's achieved and he's a go-getter and even when he got his first part-time job at taco bills you know he just (laughs) (laughs) just you know went off his own bat and just put his little resume under the door and yeah so yeah there's lots of lots of little proud moments that you sort of forget about along the way i love that do you feel like it's hard as a parent especially now like we're adults we're not you know we've got a few years i'm nearly got 30 under my belt like do you feel like it's hard to like just talking to you guys now it's is it hard to recall stuff as mothers because like you know and we're not going to out your ages but you're obviously like you know our mothers and we're nearly in our 20s and 30s so you've got your own set of years behind you like is it hard to recall and is it hard to pinpoint those moments with you you guys yeah like with you know like talking about me just then is it hard to pinpoint which ones are the best because I don't think any of the well they're probably all the best and it's hard to pick you know one thing but yeah if I had to pick one it would be the fact that you know he was and I just love that it's an era now where people can be comfortable Mm -hmm. you know coming out and telling their parents that they're gay and it's actually much better yeah being straight would be so boring oh (laughs) couldn't even imagine it so boring yeah Yeah. and like you know if that had happened if one of my siblings was gay when I was growing up like you'd worry about how your siblings took it and you know I'm you know not only proud of Mitch but proud of his brothers too because 
you know, this day and age, it is just so much easier to be out and about. I mean, I still worry. I, you know, when Mitch did tell me, I was like, well, just remember there are people out there still who are in that era that they're not accepting of it. So, you know, as much as... Plenty you know, of those. Yeah, I said, you know, not that I want you to hide it, but just pick your moments and have your common sense radar up and, you know, just... I just would That's hate why we walk to... around in parks, Mum, when we're yeah. wearing rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> I just would hate him to get physically hurt just for something, mm. you know, that's totally, mm. you, you know, okay. Like, it's just totally the norm. Um, that's yeah. always been my biggest fear is that, you know, mm. he could come home and someone hasn't, mm. you know, respected who he is. And Have you felt similar, like for being fearful to have a no. gay son ever? No, I've never felt that actually. She's a big girl. You can look after yourself, mm. can't you? Yeah. No, I, don't, I actually don't have that fear at all. Um, Why do you think that is? I don't know. I just... But shouted. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not shouted at all. I know exactly what out, what is out there because... You just have conversations with people and you just think, shit, really? You mm. still think like that. So, yes, those conversations happen and I know those people exist. Mm-hmm. But personally, for you, I don't have any... I don't know. This is the way I feel. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so... I guess I kind of taught you to be resilient with me from an early age because I just uh, kind of pushed you away and did my own thing actually, from very early on. When you, when you say that, pushed away is, I think... As I've gotten older, I've allowed you your space to actually do that independence thing mm-hmm. and find your own feet. So yeah. I think I was, you know, brought up to push old ideas or beliefs on how I was brought up onto your, your next generation. But last 10 years, I've just let, it, let you go. And I just think you've, you've flourished, mm-hmm. right? So without having people Thanks. tell you what to do, You've been able to just trial and error and what works for you. And it's you, it's all you're doing. So I think you get satisfaction from that yourself. So if you had to boil down your proudest moment into one actual moment, what one have you got? An actual moment? Ooh. Oh, gosh. That's a bit difficult. There's a lot of proud moments. Um, probably like Sue's like age coming out to tell me that he was gay mm. and... That the fact that it took him, I think he was 22, so... 21. 21? Yeah, so it took him a while, but I'm so happy he did because from the minute he told me, I think his life actually began. Yeah. So prior to that, I just think he was just living living life but not being able to be himself. So that was, that was my proudest thing and him just, as I said before, just having that independence to just go for whatever life is there. Yeah. I've always said that. So he's a he's a go getter too. Yeah. You know, been working since fifteen are. and bought himself a, a place. You know, so many like gay queer kids, their parents, their coming out would be like the worst day of their lives. So the fact that you're both sitting here saying it's your proudest moment, it's really special. Yeah. I it actually was. And because I do remember going to bed that night and it sort of like hit me because it was like the first time I'd heard it or even thought of it and I thought, shit, my son is gay, right? But then the next day it was like so normal and it was like, Adrian, pick that fucking clothes off the floor and put them in the laundry hand. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's yeah, changed. changed. No, mum, I'm gay now. Yeah. 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 Nothing changed. Yeah, And I suppose too for those people who, you know, who haven't, come out 
I suppose, you know, a message from a mum is just don't underestimate the power of the love of a parent because, mm. you know, I, I do know lots of people who have, you know, really haven't wanted to, you know, come out to their parents. And I said, look, you know, as a parent, you know, it, it will be one of the most powerful things that you'll do and one of the bravest things that you would do. So, yes. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree because when, when it... I was like first fan out. It was almost like my son's gay. Like you'd go, you yeah, go to your friend here. My son's gay, but it was almost like I'm proud. My son is gay, so it was actually proud. <laughs> um, so back to you for a moment, if you will. We wanted. We were a bit curious when we were talking before about what you guys were like when you were young and what you think are the things that we got from you. Yeah, what have you passed down to us? Yeah, what do you, actually, what uh, do you see in us? I was naughty. So I think I've actually, I was like the black sheep. I was naughty. I was always in trouble. So I think you got that from me as a kid. The cheekiness. But as the cheekiness and being naughty. Um, but as an adult, I think you are very similar to me. Everything has, has, has its place. Everything has to be done a certain way has to be your way we're italian so to your really degree no 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 but you're, it's exhausting but for me let me tell you he, he, a lot of your friends who first meet me always say oh my god you two are so alike yes, yes. We've, i've been told that you're just an older female version, version of me which is very confronting but yeah. that's okay well then you just have to deal with it <laughs> grow your hair long too yeah <laughs> And take up smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I don't do that anymore, thank God. <laughs> um, well, probably drinking from a young age is probably something that Mitch probably picked up. You're not actually me. a huge drinker now, though. No, no, I'm not. Like, I can't imagine I'll be going down that path. <laughs> more is hope, more. There's hope for you yet. Um, but yeah, you know, just uh, I grew up in the country, so there wasn't a lot of, you know, entertainment or, you know, places that were easy to get to. And so, yeah, you know, we did hang out with older kids and, you know, drank, you know, quite a bit. And, you know, I've always loved going out. You know, I had this said to Mitchell the other day, I always knew the bouncers as well. And I always <laughs> jumped the line just like you do. <laughs> oh, so it's all the same. We're all it's coming. It's all the same. same. Said, We're all you know, doomed, basically. I know, I know. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think pr Mitch probably gets his personality, uh, from me. Like, you know, uh, as far as, you know, we have this saying in the house, you know, make a new friend every day. Um, and that was, you know, what I used to say when we were, when they were younger and, you know, Mitch does make friends really, really easy. Um, and I think that's something that he, <laughs> why are you laughing at it? <laughs> Sometimes uh, that's exhausting for me. Yes, <laughs> yes. Adrian, come meet my new friend. Yeah. Oh, we're best friends I've known for three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I actually do that. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't do that. No, I'm not interested. No. Yeah, so, no. although you two hit it off very easily, quickly, quickly, easily, one of we those. We can thank the drink for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think his outgoing personality and, you know, just the way he can speak to anyone you know if he you know he'll smile as soon as he sees people which you know i wish everyone i knew did that so it just sort of makes everyone feel at ease and i think he's picked up that side of his personality from me um god you're really giving yourself a I great was rap gonna here. say yeah. this is beautiful oh i know yeah <laughs> exactly um yeah so and, and that's another as well yeah and that's another proud moment too is just that he is so good with with people um yeah and i'll say no more Love it's that. not like you. 
Well, I guess we should throw... It is Mother's Day, not Agent Mitch's Day. Yeah. Funnily enough, even though it is our podcast. 364 of those. Yeah. (laughs) Spirit of Mother's Day, Mitch. Can you please, on air, for the mics, let's talk about what is it about Suze that we love the most? Oh, she just (laughs) is such a go-getter. Like, as and honestly, like, what she's saying about me, all of my social skills have come from my mum. Mm-hmm. Um, always out, who's next? Who, who can I fall in love with? Who can I make feel loved? But also just, what else is next? Mum was like the mum who was always working, but also was in the car every single night, taking us to judo, swimming, tennis, piano, guitar, <laughs> like... Then weekends was all at the footy ground at MSAC with me swimming. Like she works so hard for everyone who knows her. And I think everyone really feels that. Mm-hmm. And I love you. Aww. We love that. Love you back. Oh, I hate this shit. <laughs> yes. We got some tears oh, in the studio from the husband. Sue said, is that it? It's the nicest more, thing I've ever more, said to you. Give me more. Tell him, give me more. Yes. It's the nicest thing I've ever said to anyone. <laughs> I was going to say. Let Adrian have a turn. <laughs> He'll be over in 30 seconds. Don't worry. Mum, mum. Why do I love mum? Uh, look, mum and I have, we've always had a bit of our own little special connection, I think. And I've definitely learned a lot from you. Um, some what not to do. <laughs> but I've definitely learned. I've learned how to be determined and to stay focused in life. Um, and not let anything ever really get you down um, or hold you back. And that comes from you because you are probably one of the strongest people that I've ever known in my whole life. So, um, yeah, I think that I've looked to you and think if you can do it and the way that you still live your life to this day and you're, you know, how many years older than me and... um, you can still do just as much as me in a day, if not more. And, you know, it's the days that I'm tired and I just look at you and think like, well, she's doing it, like get on with it really. So, you know, that real determination, um, I definitely appreciate that in you. And I guess just that endless support, like I've never ever felt like I couldn't come to you for anything or you've never made me feel like I shouldn't do something like you sort of touched on before giving me that free reign like there was never anything in once in my life where I said I want to do this or I want to be this or I want to go here and you said you shouldn't you've always said you should and that is a gift so thank you for that thank you love you love you too darling (laughs) oh god (laughs) give me a drink I'm exhausted give me a smoke guys (laughs) give me a smoke Christ (laughs) Okay, so before we go, say our farewells and probably never see you two again. <laughs> what is one... Not calling you for the next three weeks. <laughs> to detox. What's one piece of advice that you would give to me and little Adrian in our, you know, slightly earlier parts of life? While we're asking and listening with both ears. Short and sweet, I would just say one sentence that fear is a perception. So don't allow fear to stop you from doing anything i love that i really love that obviously i wish you'd been around day one when we started this goddamn podcast (laughs) we really could have used a bit of that yeah what about you mum 
Um, well, something that I've always taught you, that if you go out and drink tequila, make sure that you sleep with one foot on the floor because it's the only way you'll stop the bed spinning. God, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you understand where we get it from <laughs> because those answers couldn't be more us. Yeah. Obviously in the genes. So, Perfect. Well, on that note, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Yeah, I agree with that. Thank you so much, Mother Dearest. Mm. Thank Plural. you for having us. Susan Silve. Susan yeah. Silve. It's been an absolute pleasure. We should pleasure. start a podcast. Uh, S&S. We yeah. should. <laughs> I think that's oh. taken. <laughs> spin-off. <laughs> the spin-off. Oh, my God. Great idea. God, I'm not sure what we've just created <laughs> today, but anyway. Now, can I just say, I could never do a weekly podcast. The amount of work that you guys do every single week, seen it firsthand, is incredible. God, and we make so, it look easy. Oh, yeah. You actually make it look easy, but it's it bloody sound not. Easy. Yeah. Can I just say? Thanks, Mum. She's not wrong. (laughs) Anyway, after that glowing review, if you did like listening to us today, please head over and leave a review of your own. If you're wanting to find us on Instagram, that is also at message on the machine and like follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do to make sure that we're top of your list. Whenever you need to hear your next podcast episode, Mm. while you're there, make sure you also Chuck a screenshot up or send it to a friend or send it to your mum this episode. It's the Mother's Day episode. Yeah, tell the mums. Yeah, let's get maybe we'll change our demographic to mums. I think we've got a couple already. <laughs> <laughs> As we mentioned at the start of this episode, we are taking a little bit of a break. Um now. Yeah, starting now. No. <laughs> so yes, this is our season finale for season two. So we just want to say obviously a really huge, huge, huge thank you to all of you guys out there who listen to us religiously every week. I know it's been way more than we ever expected and it's really special to see the messages come in and it's yeah, it's really like from two boys who are just like did this in lockdown for a little bit of fun and to sort of see the feedback that we get and to know that people actually are tuning in every week, every Wednesday waiting for that episode to come out like it's huge and we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, so thank you. This is not goodbye. No. Just ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. We'll be back very, very soon. So we're just giving you a few weeks to re-listen to a few of your favourite apps, and then, then we'll be on it. That's right. Just on another mi- tear. To miss us. <laughs> Make the heart grow fonder. That's it. But until then, um, good luck out there. Yeah, we will see you at the next one. Bye.